so Sarah dies next time. I'm sorry about that, folks. Oh, God damn, finally. She bit the dust. <laughs> hey, you know, she was already mostly there. Another one bites the dust. Ah. No singing. And another one goes. That oh, this, God. you know, this this could be the theme uh. song for the Holocaust. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're gonna get sued by Disney and drop from everybody. And <laughs> hello, heathens, and welcome to the Daily Bible Podcast. With your hosts, Godless Engineer and Caitlin. Now, let's get into the Bible. Uh, hello, guys. Uh, my throat hurts, so I won't be talking much today. You'll get to hear the lovely uh, KC, though. Hi, y'all. Before, you know, she's afflicted with the sore throat. <laughs> I'm not near as entertaining as GE, though. Oh, there's less cock and balls when you talk. That's true. <laughs> All right, so we have a lot of boring stuff here today. Yeah, we do. We kind of have some boring stuff here today, but we'll try to make it entertaining. Um, so <clears throat> last last time we went over the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah, and we went over Lot's daughters. Um, we talked about how um, God warned Abraham of the destruction beforehand, came to visit him with the angels and warned of the destruction. And then... Um, yeah, so that's what we went over that last time. This time, we're going to continue uh, with uh, Genesis, of course, starting with chapter 20. And we're going to talk about uh, a new guy, Abimelech. Abimelech? Abimelech. He is a king of... Hold on, I got I to gotta get the right, the right that, word here. That just that makes me think of Amadeus, Amadeus. No, no, Abimelech, Abimelech. No, that doesn't work. No, Never mind. Doesn't. Sorry, so strike that. Abimelech is the king of Gerar. Gerar. Or Gerar. It so, sounds like a pissed off dog. <laughs> you think maybe they were like walking, like, we're going to plant ourselves here. What are we going to call it? And then the dog's like, Arr! Well, so That's a good idea. You're a smart motherfucker. Gerar, you ready, is in the region of Negev between Kadesh and Shur. <laughs> sure. sure i love sure i know it's like your favorite place in in the yeah but negev really sounds like a racial slur so i mean it's it's like yo negev sure <laughs> uh oh okay anyway um, hey in the comments let us know which one's your favorite place either the racial slur or the uh angsty teen <laughs> i thought you weren't gonna talk a lot yeah, I thought so too, but that that went out the fucking window, didn't it? Great. Okay, so let's go. Let's let's move on. Okay, so Abimelech is the king of this region now. Abraham leaves the mountains where he's been living living for a long time since they came back from their journey to Egypt, and they they move to this town. And the king Abimelech, um, sends for Sarah and takes her from Abraham because. Oh, let, let me guess. Let me guess. Let me use my Nostradamus predictive powers here. All right. He said that she was his sister and not his wife in order to save his own ass from getting it chopped off. Ding, 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 ding. What do I, what do I win? Oh, you win a new car. What? What? Huh? I'll make you some tea. <laughs> Sold. <laughs> All right. So, yes. 
once again, just like Abraham did 20 years ago. So at this point, we're 20 years since Abraham was in Egypt and lied about this the first time. Yeah. So so he's been a fucking caveman for 20 years. Is that what it is? Well, they didn't live in a cave. They lived in the mountains. They lived in tents, oh, remember? Okay. They pitched, pinched his tits. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> According you, to that one crazy guy. Can, can you imagine Abraham going around like, what are you doing, Abraham? Nothing. I, just just pinching my tits. I, I would like the tits. record to show that GE is literally sitting here pinching his tits. Yeah. It hurts. You could stop at any time. That would be great. I'll just do it randomly. Okay. Is this like this day you you never mind? Um, <laughs> that was a special day. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, <clears throat> yes, Abraham lied and said that Sarah was his sister yet again, and so Abimelech sent for Sarah, even though this bitch is ninety. Like, I guess she must be really, really like milfy, right? Except she's not a mom. Yet. She like that. She must be like like just froze in that thirties cougar kind of look. Yeah, I don't. I know. mean, it must. It, she must have like time must have just fucking stopped for her. I don't know, but every time they go somewhere, a fucking king takes Sarah from Abraham. So, um, it's like, yo, girl, you look too weak to move away from me when I come <laughs> at you. <laughs> so it really pissed God off. Not at Abraham for whatever reason, because this is another instance of Abraham lacking faith in God because they did the same thing that they did back in Egypt and God got mad about it then too. So clearly he hasn't learned his lesson, but God didn't get all pissy with Abraham. No, he got all shitty with, with Abimelech. So in, in chapter, in uh, chapter 20, verse three through seven, it says, but God came to Abimelech in a dream one night and said to him, you are as good as dead because of the woman you have taken. She is a married woman. Now, Abimelech had not gone near her like they hadn't fucked yet. All right. Well, uh, OK, they probably haven't fucked just because he's like, all right, you go ahead, get your bearings, figure out where all the access ramps are for the old people. And then, you know, just sort of get on the bed and lie and wait. I know that you're too weak to actually run. So, but, but I would like to point out that, that this is not, this becomes a running theme with God blaming other people for the fuck ups of his own people. Yeah. Uh, because like, um, for instance, in the Moses story, God hardens Pharaoh's heart mm -hmm. so that he, he can't be swayed by Moses. And so then God, God then, this was before the plagues. Right. So God then has Moses do all these plagues, or will rather be the instrument of the plagues or whatever, mm -hmm. on Pharaoh, even though God has hardened his heart. So it's just kind of a running theme of God punishing other people for the shit that his, his people do. Right. But it's like God punishes those people. But he's making the people do the things. I don't know. I don't I don't understand it. I don't understand. It doesn't make any fucking sense. We all know it doesn't make any fucking sense. And how crazy would it be to like wake up and you're like, oh, hey, God, what's going on? Yeah, look, you're fucking dead, buddy. <laughs> like, if you, seriously, you don't send send this Sarah bitch back. Uh, she's a married woman. Uh, Abraham's going to kill your ass. Well, so Abimelech was like, dude, uh, I haven't touched her. 
And he said, will you destroy an innocent nation? Did he not say to me, now he's talking about Abraham right now. Did he not say to me, she is my sister? And didn't she also say he is my brother? I've done this with a clear conscience and clean hands. Can I can I play God's part here? Yes. Okay. <clears throat> Bro, look. I know that you were fine with this. You did it with a clear conscience and everything. But look, Abraham, if, if you don't send Sarah back, he's going to pray for you to fucking die. I don't know if you're going to slip on a pole. Maybe, maybe you'll, you'll drink some weird camel water. I don't know what you'll do, but you're going to end up fucking dying because he's not going to pray for you not to die. Okay, well, so... The interesting thing is God says, God does say, yes, I know you did this with a clean conscience. Basically, I know you didn't know, but I'm going to kill you anyway because, you know, fuck you. (laughs) And uh, but he says, return Sarah to Abraham and Abraham will pray for you and you will live. But if you do not return her, then you and all yours will die. Okay, that's what he literally said. But, I mean, what I said was pretty much just an alternative script. Yes. Alternative script. Yeah. So, the next morning, Abimelech summoned all of his officials, right, and told them what happened. And they were all really scared because they all know that God is on Abraham's side, right? You know, you go to the basketball games. You ever go to basketball games in your high school and everybody's chanting God's on our side. I mean, that was actually true in my case because I went to Catholic school. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Considering the rampant pedophilia in the Catholic church and how it wasn't discovered until a, a, a random news team from the Chicago Tribune fucking found it out. Yeah. I, I think that they're fine, <laughs> that, that God is on the Catholic side. <laughs> he hides them like motherfuckers. So they were scared, and Abimelech summoned Abraham and said, Bro, the fuck? You told me she was your sister. And Abraham said, Well, yeah, I did. Technically, she really is my sister. I'm not even shitting you. This is what it says. She really is my sister, the daughter of my father, though not of my mother. And she became my wife. So he explains to Abimelech why he did this. That basically he they tell people he told Sarah to tell people that um, their brother and sister so that he it would protect him and he wouldn't be killed. So they would take her from him. They could just have her. So, like, yeah. Well, okay. So, like, it feels like to me, Abraham just auto assumes that people are going to kill him. He is the quintessential scared fucking Jew that that wants to sit there and, and would rather have his wife railroaded by somebody. <laughs> just the, the gangbang train just going <laughs> at her rather than actually stand up for somebody. Well. Yeah, and and I think because he's afraid that they'll kill him. He's afraid that they'll kill him. I'm just saying that I don't think that there's any evidence to suggest that they would. Well, I think it was customary of the time. Like I think I think it was customary of the time. If the kings or the pharaoh wanted a woman, they were going to have her because women weren't treated. You know, women weren't treated like 
people. They were treated like property. So if they wanted her and she was married to someone else, the only solution to that is kill the husband. Then she's no longer married. So that and that's what Abraham was afraid of. And that was a customary practice at the time. That's why he was afraid of that. Okay. All right. Well, what? whatever. Abraham's a pussy. <laughs> so anyway, clearly, clearly God's with Abraham. So Abimelech shows forgiveness. He brought he brought sheep and cattle, male and female slaves, and gave them to Abraham, returned Sarah, and told Abraham, my land is before you, live wherever you like. To Sarah, he said, I'm giving your brother, still your brother, which is not 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 wrong um a thousand shekels of silver now a thousand shekels um is about six thousand six hundred dollars worth of silver and in biblical times that was a fuck ton of money right (laughs) don't you like how it's near six thousand six hundred yeah and sixty six yeah i don't i don't know that that was planned out i don't know i don't either it could have been God's foresight. Six, 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 sign of the devil or monster <laughs> energy drinks. So he basically, he paid him off to cover his offense of taking Sarah, which they lied. So he didn't know he was doing anything wrong, but he paid him anyway. And he said, so basically here, every it's completely vindicated. Well, so Abraham was like, cool, bro, prayed to God, said, hey, spare my boy over here, Abimelech, and God did. Um, but here, here's the interesting thing, which we don't know this till now, and this is Genesis uh, 20, uh, 17 and 18. And it says, uh, God healed Abimelech, his wife, and his slave girls so they could have children again. For the Lord had closed up every womb in Abimelech's household because of Abraham's wife, Sarah. <laughs> Goddamn, what did it, what did God do? Did he, like, shove some fucking super glue in there or something? Cork. A cork? A cork. It's like there's a cork in there. You can't get it. Don't try. <laughs> you can't have that punani. But also slave girls. Yes. So God was, was told, like, as long... As as Abimelech gave back the sweet, sweet Sarah pussy to Abraham, then God was just fine with him having sex slaves in the house. Well, yeah, he was fine with him having sex slaves. Sex slaves are fine. I don't know what you, I, I don't understand the question. Sex slaves are totally a cool thing. Well, as I know, uh, the Bible, uh, you know, or at least not that I know, as I've heard through Christian apologists, the Bible definitely doesn't av- doesn't doesn't see it as okay to have sex slaves. Yeah, it actually does. Yeah, and in fact, not only is it okay to have sex slaves, it's okay to give those slaves to other people to be their property. Yes, it's totally fine. It's totally fine and normal. It's completely normalized in the Bible. Slavery. So there's yes. no way that this particular instance of sex slaves could be some kind of indentured servitude sex slave. Mm-mm. Indentured sex servitude. No. Highly unlikely. Oh, okay. So you're saying the Christian apologists are full of shit. Uh, yes, I would make that argument. Okay. Well, good to know. Fuck, fuck, <laughs> fuck you, all you Christian apologists. I mean, wouldn't most people think that Christian, I mean, most rational people think that Christian apologists are full of shit? Well, yeah, but I mean, you run into these kind of arguments all the time about how the Bible only represents 
uh, or only um, has indentured servitude as being positive, but as, uh, you know, slavery being bad. So, like, one of the most cited ones is Moses. Like, God doesn't like that, that the Jews were enslaved in Egypt, which in reality they weren't, just a little side note there. But that they often cite Moses and, and, the, and the slavery of the Jews as God hating slavery and being totally against slavery the entire time. No. In fact, in fact, God warns that the Jewish people will be enslaved in in Egypt for 400 years. So you're saying that God made that happen? He premonised that it would happen. Well, yeah, but didn't God like doesn't God control all and he has a plan? Uh yes, but free will. Well, that kind of gets really confusing. Fucking does. That it's like right. talking about like time like time uh travel theories. I know. Yeah. They do that in Star Trek. That's uh, why you have a temporal prime directive. What's a temporal prime directive? A temporal prime directive is a prime directive in regards to to time travel. They have like the regular prime directive, mm -hmm. but then they have the temporal prime directive. Well, do you know what the temporal one is? Basically, you can't change things in different times. Like if you if you travel to a different time, you're supposed to do everything you can not to change things that happen. Aren't these the fucks that like stole a fucking whale from 19 from like 1984 and brought it to the future? Yeah, that's Star Trek Four, the undiscovered, undiscovered country. Yeah, oh. I'm more of a series Star Trek person. Okay. I've seen. <laughs> I, in fact, I don't. I haven't even. Uh, I guess I haven't seen all the movies either. Today on the Godless Engineer Daily Bible Podcast, how does Star Trek integrate with the Bible? <laughs> now back to our regularly scheduled program. Yes. Okay. So. <clears throat> God healed Abimelech and all his bitches, and uh, we're going to move on. <laughs> Wait, do you think that, like, all... Speaking of bitches, okay. do you think that, that, that he healed, like, God sewed up or corked up, like, all of them, including all of the goats and camels and dogs and shit? <laughs> no, it's, like it's just... all of the wombs. Abimelech, you can't even fuck that dog and have little doggy kids. Well, so here's, here's why this is... Important, and I don't understand why it had to be all of the women, but God did this because he wanted to ensure that there was no question that Sarah's son, because you have to remember, they're not far from, they're not long from when God said, told Sarah, within a year, you'll have a child, right? They're not far from that. So if Abimelech takes Sarah, there could there could be question in Abraham's mind whether or not the son is his or Abimelech's. So God closed up all the wombs, and I don't know what I, I don't understand the whole. Well, it's just that he he closed up all the wombs mm -hmm. in Abimelech's house yes. to include Sarah's. Yes. Okay. Just in case, just in case he got up in there. Okay, well then that just seems like he's using a shotgun to to hunt a goddamn rat. Do you, do you know what I mean by that? No, because I don't do gun things. <laughs> also, I don't do rats. Okay, 
Well, look, you don't you don't hunt a rat with a shotgun. Why not? Well, I, I mean, like if you shoot a rat with a shotgun, it's going to explode. It's overkill. So basically, God pointed his godly shotgun down at Abimelech's <laughs> house, shot a whole bunch of corks at it, and just wherever they landed, like one could have landed in Abimelech's ass. You don't know. But what I'm saying is, is that God, being all powerful, decided to close up all of them. Yes. Instead of just closing up Sarah's yes. in order to protect her. Yes. Like, I get it if God was doing it to persuade Abimelech or, to to move him out. Or God could have just sterilized Abimelech. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, fuck messing with all the women. He could have just, he could have just fixed, fixed it with one person. True. I didn't mean to pigeonhole it to just the woman's solution here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's got an SJW face on right now. <laughs> Stares in SJW. <laughs> um, but but no, I'm just saying there are better solutions for it rather than just closing up everybody. And what I'm saying is, is that it could have made sense as far as the story goes if he was doing it in order to convince Abimelech to give Sarah back. But he doesn't find out until like afterwards, right? After because right. because right. his persuasion to get him out is, hey, if you don't take him there, then you're gonna fucking die because I'm gonna kill you. Right. Right. Okay. So I, I'm just saying the whole story does make sense that it, like God, you would think God would be some kind of great intelligence, but he just seems to be a, a shoddy engineer a, a, as far as finding solutions for problems. But anyways, also a dickhead. Um, okay, so that's the end of that particular part. We're going to get to Abimelech here in a little bit again. But first, now, we have waited since, since you know, this whole thing started. We have waited for 25 years since God promised Abraham a son, Abraham and Sarah a son. Now, now Abraham already had a son. You know, Ishmael is the thing. But, but we've waited 25 years for a son from Abraham and Sarah. We're finally going to get it. Interesting, though, this starts out Genesis chapter 21. There are legit only seven verses about the birth of Isaac. So it's kind of anticlimactic, I think. I would say so. Oddly enough, though, there's seven verses about him. Mm -hmm. Seven is one of those really big numbers. Yeah. At this point in time, Abraham is 100 years old and Sarah is 90. Okay. Uh, The Lord was gracious to Sarah, as he had said, and the Lord did for Sarah what he'd promised. Sarah became pregnant and bore a son to Abraham in his old age at the very time God had promised him. Abraham gave the name Isaac, which is what God told him that he was supposed to name him. Um, Isaac means he laughs. Um, To the son Sarah bore him. When Isaac was eight days old, Abraham circumcised him as God commanded him. Uh, Abraham... Abraham was 100 years old when his son Isaac was born. So Sarah is obviously very happy. She finally has a son when she was barren. Um, It took God long enough, right? I mean, he's supposed to be all-powerful and omnipotent and everything like that. He couldn't, like, within the next year. Like, you couldn't give me an exact day, motherfucker. You know when it's going to happen. Well, I just don't understand what God was waiting for. Like, why did it have to wait until Sarah was 90? What was God waiting for? Where did Sarah and Abraham have to do something specific that like triggered it? And he's like, all right, y'all did this. Now I'm going to give you a kid. Like, I don't, I don't understand what he was waiting for. Well, and I also don't see why God would reward 
Isaac or reward Abraham with a son after he yet again didn't trust in the Lord. <laughs> well, may, maybe God was just like, look, this motherfucker's never going to, he's never going to learn. So I'll just go ahead and give him a son. We'll move on to the next motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, Abraham is the father of his chosen people. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. That's some privilege shit right there. Right. Um, so Sarah says, God has brought me laughter and everyone who hears about this will laugh with me. And she added, who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse children, yet I have borne him a son in his old age. So it's, you know, of course, all about Abraham and not about Sarah. And, um, sounds like Trump. It just sounds like men. I do that? No, you don't do that. So I'm not a man. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> you're not a real man because you're not an asshole. <laughs> well, no, it's just that every time Trump, every time you ask Trump an uncomfortable question or he's got to talk about somebody else, he always ends up dominating the, the dominating that part of it and saying, "Oh, but this is all about me." It just seems to be the exact same thing here with Abraham. Well. I mean, even Sarah made it all about Abraham. She didn't say, um, yet I have, who, who would have guessed, or who would have said to Abraham that Sarah would nurse children, yet I have borne him a son in his old age. Bitch is 90. Can you imagine having a kid when you're fucking 90? She's all fucking dusty. She can't run around. She can't run around and chase after a three-year-old. That's insanity. <laughs> <laughs> she's fucking dusty <laughs> it's like I don't think they had Vagisil back then I really don't <laughs> well of course she wouldn't have needed Vagisil if she no. could still have kids yeah I wonder when menopause struck for her do you think it was like the 200s well I don't I don't know when she died yet so we're gonna get there we're okay. gonna get there soon but I don't know how old she was alright so anyway <clears throat> Sarah sings a song at Isaac's birth and it's a happy, it's a happy like um, hymn kind of thing. And it becomes a hymn that Jewish women typically sing to their, um, typically sing to their children. Now, I guess. I don't know what the hymn is, but. Dreadle, 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 I made you out of clay. You're a racist. Okay. That's a Jewy song. It is a Jewy <laughs> song. Fuck. Okay, so let's go. Now we're going to move on. We're still in Genesis chapter 20, 21, but we're going to go back to Abimelech. Okay, so it's been uh it's been about um I don't know how long it's been. It's been a, it's been a little while since Abraham has been in Abimelech's kingdom and he's amassed wealth and land and herds and cattle and power and Abimelech gets concerned that you know Abraham is going to become more powerful than he is and he feels threatened also he knows God's on Abraham's side so yeah I was gonna say Abraham wields the gun of God basically right how is he not already more powerful I don't know and okay. Abimelech Abimelech started this shit because he's the one who gave him all those goddamn shekels so, you know, there's that. But anyways, Abimelech goes to Abraham and says, God is with you in everything you do. Swear to me here before God that you will not deal falsely with me or my children or my descendants. Show me in the country where you are living as an alien uh, the same kindness that I have shown you. And Abraham swears it. 
So. You think Abraham was confused at this point? I would be fucking confused. <laughs> at this point, I'm confused by this whole entire thing. <laughs> like Abraham's just looking around like, is this motherfucker serious? Is he, is he Sarah, did you fuck him like really good or something? <laughs> I mean. Sarah didn't have sex with him. Well, I know, no. but Abraham, <laughs> like, I can see Abraham being confused. Like, what the fuck are you doing to him? You didn't fuck him. Did you give him a blowy? <laughs> so Abimelech, is, he's just a little concerned. So Abraham swears it. And then for whatever reason, apparently there is a dispute over a well. And um, Abraham complained to Abimelech that there was a well of water that Abimelech's servants took from Abraham. First of all, you can't fucking move a well. A well is dug and a well stays. You can close it up, but you cannot move it. You can just dig another fucking well. So I'm not exactly sure what happened here. Well, I think that right here he's talking about like the servants came and like overtook it and wouldn't let him use it. That would that's what I would think. But then again, you know, God can move mountains. A well ain't but, shit. But but I mean, Abraham could just use the God flick and be like you know, to these <laughs> like, look, like go up to him nose to nose be like motherfucker i will pray for your death if you don't get out of here <laughs> this is my fucking well get the fuck out of here yeah. and then and then he slowly starts going like putting putting his hands up to his face be like dear god and then the <laughs> servants are like fuck take the well we don't give a shit god damn <laughs> just tell god we said hi okay that's it <laughs> well so <clears throat> abimelech says I don't know who has done this. You didn't tell me. I only heard about it today. Uh, okay. So Abraham brought sheep and cattle and gave them to Abimelech, and the two men made a treaty. Abraham set apart seven ewe lambs from the flock, and Abimelech asked Abraham, What is the meaning of these seven <laughs> What is the meaning of these seven ewe lambs that you have set apart by themselves? Abraham replied, Accept these seven lambs from my hand as a witness that I dug this well. How the fuck are lambs going to witness? It's just like, here, I promise I'll give you bribe money. Like, I mean, <laughs> that's what it is. It's bribery. It's like, you... it's like, it's like, hey, hey, I dug this well. Here's your bribe money. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> no, I can just see it later on. It, like somebody's questioning the, the ghost. Like, hey, goat, who, who built <laughs> that well over lambs. there? Oh. Lambs, sorry. You lambs. The, the whole the whole goat fucker. No, lamb we're not going to talk about goat fucking lambs. Lambs, okay. Mm. Hey, can, can you imagine the the guy talking to the lambs, being all like, "Hey, hey, who built that well?" And the lambs like, "Fuck if I know." <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. Abraham would have had to pay the lambs to tell the. I, I don't know how it all works. This is biblical. This is biblical logic here. Um, it, it makes no sense. Um, so. It, maybe instead of buying, they were like, Abraham! <laughs> Abraham! <laughs> I, I don't know, maybe. Um, so, Abimelech accepted the lambs. They named the place Beersheba. You ready? Because Beersheba can mean, can mean, well of seven or well of the oath. So there is actually legit still a place called Beersheba. Um, they they agreed. Um, Abraham planted a tree and they called upon the name of the Lord and they made a treaty. 
I don't understand this entire section at all for like at all. I don't understand the purpose of this. I don't understand the moral of this story. I don't understand what this is supposed, what is this supposed to bring to the Bible right here? What's this? Um, I don't know. History. No, no, it's not history. Um, I don't know. More bullshit. Okay. I accept that. You ready to move on? Mm-hmm. Okay. So. Now we're going to move on to the expulsion of Hagar and Ishmael. If you don't recall, which you should, Abraham had a son with a slave woman, or it we won't go slave woman. Um, Sarah had a servant girl, slave, <laughs> called Hagar, and Sarah offered Hagar up to Abraham and said, "Here, fuck this one, and you might get a kid." Right? Yep. So concubine. Yes. This happened earlier in Genesis. So Hagar fucked Abraham. They had Ishmael. All right. So three years have passed since Isaac was born at this point in time. And it was time for Isaac, Isaac's weaning. Apparently, children breastfeed until three. Frankly, we won't get into breastfeeding because then we're going to get into feminist shit and I don't really want to talk about it. SJW tonight. If I'm just saying, if you can run around and ask for the tit, you're too old for it. <laughs> I can see I can see little Ishmael running around like, "Mommy, mommy." Boob. Well, Ishmael was 17. Isaac oh, was three. Isaac, Isaac. Isaac was three. He wouldn't be running around asking to suck on, on Sarah, though. I mean, she he didn't want powdered milk. <laughs> <laughs> Dusty. Um, so, so anyway, Ishmael and Ishmael didn't really like Isaac, obviously, because Ishmael was Abraham's son and now Isaac, bastard son, bastard son. And Isaac is, you know, the real deal, right? And so Sarah felt threatened by Hagar and Ishmael and felt that Isaac's inheritance was in jeopardy because of Ishmael. So Sarah told Abraham, get rid of that slave woman and her son for that slave woman's son will never share in the inheritance with my son Isaac. This whole thing was Sarah's idea from the fucking beginning. And she has just been a really huge cunt about it ever since. Sorry. I, sorry. <laughs> She's been a really big cunt. Yeah. About she it has. the whole time. Don't apologize for that. It's accurate. <laughs> <laughs> and so Abraham is distressed about this because one, Ishmael is his son, right? Even though he's a bastard son, he's still his son and he loves him. And he's been his son for 17 years. It's his teenage son. Another reason why Abraham is hesitant to do this is because the law, the customary law of that day uh, for forbade the expulsion of a slave wife and her children. So so the the societal law didn't allow him to do that. So basically, she was just sending them off to be a cunt. No, well, she felt threatened, but but the law of the land says that if you take a slave woman and have a child with her, 
um, you can't just send them away. You have to keep them. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I misunderstood. Um, so, yeah. So, but basically, this could have never happened. What do you mean? Well, I'm just saying, if the societal rules were you can't just send away yes. your... Then the whole Abraham sending uh, Hagar, Hagar, <laughs> Hagar, <laughs> and Ishmael away. I mean, that just wouldn't have that wouldn't have occurred. No, that would not have been a thing of the day. But God don't give a fuck. He don't care. Um. So when when does God ever give a fuck? <laughs> Until it comes to his little bastard kid. Well, so God tells Abraham, do not be so distressed about the boy and your maidservant. Listen to whatever Sarah tells you, because it is through Isaac that your offspring will be reckoned. I will make the son of the maidservant into a nation also, because he is your offspring. So God promises Abraham that Ishmael will be good. He'll be fine. He'll be the father of a nation. Wait. Didn't didn't God say before that that he was basically going to be a dick? Ishmael? Yes. Yes. He's going to be good. He'll be a dick, but I mean he'll live. He'll create a nation and shit. Yes. So Abraham took some food and water, gave, gave them to Hagar, and basically said, "Get the fuck out," and they left. Um. So they wandered through the desert of Beersheba, which is apparently this great place where there's a tree and a well. There's a well in Beersheba, but apparently this bitch can't find it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, she found her way out of that camp, though. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> so um, when the water was gone, uh, they started to, you know, dehydrate and basically were at death's door. And. I don't know how this happened because, okay, so this is Genesis chapter 21, verse 15 through 19. Um, It says, when the water in the skin was gone, she put the boy under one of the bushes. The boy was 17. This bitch wasn't carrying this boy around, but whatever. She put the boy under one of the bushes. She went off and sat down nearby and thought, I cannot watch the boy die. So she started to cry. God heard the boy crying and one of the angels of God called to Hagar and said to her, what's the matter? Do not be afraid. God has heard the boy crying as he lies there. Lift the boy up and take him by the hand for I will make him uh, into a great nation. That's what God told her. I will make him into a great nation. God opened her eyes and she saw a well of water. So she went and filled the skin with water and gave the boy a drink. Oh, so she finally found that fucking well. She found the fucking well. <laughs> so uh, God was with the boy as he grew up. Isaac, or sorry, not Isaac. Ishmael grew up, lived in the desert, and became an archer. Wait, is this like a green arrow thing? I don't know. I mean, yes, but. <laughs> I mean, yes, but <laughs> fuck if I know. <laughs> so. <clears throat> While and and Hagar was cool too. Hagar was good too. They lived together in the desert. And while he was living uh, there, his mother went and got him a wife from Egypt. So the wife from Egypt and Ishmael created a nation, and that that's it. That's all there is about them. Doesn't that just seem like the the there's the crazy mom, and then she drives the weird panel van to the next city, <laughs> and is like, "Hey, little girl, you you want some candy?" Well, I've got some pop, some some pop 
stuff in here. Like it's just popular things. You want to get in here? Go, 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 go. Well, they wouldn't have had interesting thing is they wouldn't have had any money. They wouldn't have had any money to give for like a dowry. <clears throat> they wouldn't have had of course, usually it's the woman's it's the woman's family that's paying a dowry to the man to take the woman. Um, you know, because you gotta buy people so, and shit. So so do you mean she went to the next town and found somebody willing to sell their daughter? And then the guy was like, here, fucking take take all this shit just to get this bitch away from me. God damn. She <laughs> is much. so bitchy. Good luck. <laughs> pretty much. Pretty much that's what happened. Here, here's here's some rope. If you if you want to, you can put an apple in her mouth and then just. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop. So that's that's all we have for today. Yeah, a rather <laughs> short one. It was it was mainly a bunch of bookkeeping kind of stuff today. Yeah. Chapter and 21. Cl- Genesis chapter 20, 21 is just kind of. Eh. Hole. Yeah, and closed um and closed uh the Ishmael loop. No, I I was gonna say closed vaginas. Oh, also closed vaginas. Yeah, we had those, but they're open now. <laughs> 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 anyway, next time, next time this is gonna be awesome. Are you ready? I know you've been waiting for this. We are going to have Abraham's ultimate test of faith. Oh, you ready? mean Abraham's going to try to kill his son in a in a show of faith, and yes. he's finally not going to be like, that ain't my son. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's my brother. <laughs> yep. So God is going to test Abraham in the ultimate fashion. Kill your boy. Yeah. You know, we we should really watch the Bible miniseries. Okay, we will. Yeah. Because yeah. this, this part's particularly... Interesting, okay. uh, and and I'll, I'll elaborate a little bit more on this, but the but the um the this whole Isaac, uh, you know, uh, him killing Isaac and whatnot, and then the lamb showing up right at the very instant is very reminiscent of other stories in the Bible. So okay, I can't wait to talk about it. Um, so next time we're also going to talk. Uh, we we get news regarding Nahor's family. Remember Nahor? Long time since we <laughs> talked about Nahor. 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 <laughs> What's up, honey, whore? Yeah. Nothing. Just not whoring. It's been 40 years. It's in, in the timeline, it's been 40 years since Abraham has um, heard anything or seen anything. And, and Nahor is Abraham's brother, if you don't remember. So it's been 40 years since they've seen Nahor. So we get to, we get to talk about Nahor. If, if Nahor was a girl, she'd totally be fuckable. <laughs> Nahor is a man. Um, and then the Still last totally fuckable. Stop. Then the last thing we're going to talk about is Sarah's death and burial. So Sarah dies next time. I'm sorry about that, folks. Oh, God damn. Finally, she bit the dust. <laughs> hey, you know, she was already mostly there. Another one bites the dust. Ah. No singing. And another one goes that this, oh, you know, this, this could be the uh. theme song for the Holocaust. <laughs> 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 Sorry, we're gonna get sued by Disney and drop from everybody, and <laughs> YouTube's gonna be like, "Get the fuck off of our shit." Yep. All right. So anyway, that's it. That's all we got. Thanks for stopping by. Yeah. Thanks, y'all. Uh, we really appreciate it. Um, if you'll go down below and look at all of our links, we got our Facebook, Twitters, and everything like that. And smash that like button. I better not see down down votes. You know, we got three down votes on this last one, and I was pretty pissed. Yeah. Smash it like a virgin at prom. What? This is why we get down votes. You're why we get down votes. Uh, is it? Uh-huh. 
Oh, I've that, heard that in that the in, comments. That in Jew jokes, probably. Jew jokes? Yeah. Like the another one bites the dust being yes, the Holocaust Yes, song. that's probably going to get... <laughs> I will forgive a down vote because of, because of the another one bites the dust. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Have a good night. Don't forget to stand up and use your voice. See y'all later. Bye, y'all.